Go please to the book of Revelation, the eleventh uh, chapter, and uh, we'll begin reading about the fifteenth verse. We've been on a series for a little while now. We're calling receiving a full reward. The scripture has much to say about our reward, both in this time and in the time to come. And if the scripture says a lot about something, you shouldn't ignore it. Shouldn't act like it doesn't matter. Shouldn't act like you don't care. <laughs> you know, sometimes people say, oh, I, you know, I don't, I don't. I don't care about all that. I don't talk about reward. I just, you know, just want to please the Lord. Well, it pleases him to give you a reward, right? And uh, that's a false, fake humility. And it's a lack of understanding. Understanding what we're talking about now will motivate you in this life. It'll change your priorities and your focus It'll help you to learn what's important and what's not. It'll help us to be aware of how brief our time is here and how real heaven is and how close and real what's about to happen next is. Our life here on earth is the briefest thing we will ever do. It is the blink of an eye. Remember the the scripture said in James, what is your life? It's a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Our life from God's perspective, our duration of our life on earth is like a morning mist. You see it for just a little while and then it's evaporated, it's gone. That's not something to be upset about. A lot of times people don't want to talk about death. And uh, that's a mistake. There are, you know, hundreds of thousands of people leaving this planet on a regular basis. Millions every year. And uh, they they tell us about every, a little over every second, uh, two people leave the earth somewhere. So two more just left. Two more just left. And one day, me and you. Is that right? People say, I don't want to talk about that. You better talk about it. Don't stick your head in the sand. Act like you're going. It's amazing how shocked people are when somebody dies. Surely you didn't think they were going to live forever. Surely you don't really believe that you're always going to be down here on this planet. No, soon and very soon. If you live another 50 years, it's going to come and go. So how many already did 50? All right. (laughs) Well, you do another 50. How long is that going to be? Not long. And a lot of folks are, are past that, you know. So you need to live every hour ready to go. Are y'all with me or not, friends? You, you need to live every hour ready to go. Cause all you got to do is stop breathing. For a couple of minutes. It happens so quick. And that's not something to be afraid of. If you're a believer. If you're a believer. What happens when you die? You quit breathing. Your heart stops. Your blood stops circulating. 
and your spirit leaves your body like a hand comes out of a glove. And you'll look, there's all kinds of stories, I mean there are just thousands and thousands of stories of people who died, and then they said they looked and saw their body on the bed. They looked and saw their body on the ground. They looked and saw their, their body. Why? Because you're out of your body now. And you don't just hang around the earth and haunt places. <laughs> All that stuff in movies and books is junk. Don't misunderstand me now. That doesn't mean there is no spiritual activity. There is, but it's not human spirits. It's evil spirits impersonating human beings that they know. And you as a believer have authority in Jesus' name over every one of those things to shut them down. You should have zero fear of such things. But you'll slip out of your, your body just like you pull your foot, foot out of a boot. What are you laughing at? <laughs> your foot out of a boot? Your hand out of a glove? You know, a knife out of a, a sheath or scabbard. It's exactly like that. And you will be completely free of the limitations of this mortal body. And I think for sure you'll go, whoo, I feel good. <laughs> and you look up and your angel will be there. He'll be smiling. He'll say, you ready? And you will leave here. And if you're a believer, you will go up. If you're not a believer, you'll go down. And this is not fantasy. This is not somebody's opinion. This is Bible. If you believe the Bible, this is how it is. And uh, the scripture tells us that in our future, those of us that are believers, there is reward. Anybody interested in this? They're singing about, you know, going, going to go get my reward. Well, are you? Yeah. Revelation 11 and 15 said, The seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. There's coming a time when every kingdom, the kingdom of uh, the USA, the kingdom of every other place in the world, will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. You hear people talking about, boy, the Lord is in charge. The Lord is in charge. Not down here, not yet. Now that just, you know, that rubs a lot of holy cows the wrong way. Oh, I want you to know God is in control. No, he's not. He is not controlling everything on this earth. Come on, think about it. If he's controlling everything on the earth, what a mess he has it in. Is that the best he can do? 
He's not controlling everything on the earth. He's given man a free will. He gave dominion over the planet to Adam and Eve. They yielded to sin and wound up giving that dominion to God's enemy, the devil. 2 Corinthians 4.4 calls him the God of this world. He showed Jesus in the temptation in the wilderness, all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil told Jesus, all this has been given to me and I give it to whomsoever I will. Well, who gave it to him? God didn't give it to him. We did. Man did. Man gave it to him. But there's coming a time. Oh, hallelujah. When God is going to be in complete control, then you're going to see heaven on earth. Hallelujah. We can get a taste of heaven on earth here and there, but I'm talking about 24-7. Every day of the year, heaven on earth. No curse. We've never been in a place where there was no curse. No curse, no sorrow, no pain, no dying, no death. Where nothing dies. The plants don't die. The animals don't die. The trees don't die. You don't die. Somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. You can't get excited about that. Something's not working all the way. <laughs> he will reign forever and ever. Verse 16. The four and twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell on their faces and worshipped God. And they said, we give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which are and was and are to come, because you have taken of your great power and have reigned. And the nations were angry. And your wrath is come in the time of the dead that they should be judged and that you should give reward to your servants, the prophets, and to the saints and them that fear your name, small and great, and should destroy them that destroy the earth. Notice again, there's coming a time the Lord is going to give reward to his servants, the prophets, and not just the prophets, and to the saints. Are you a saint? A lot of people don't know better go, no, I'm not a I'm not a saint. Then you're an ain't. Ain't saved. It's not your performance in life that makes you a saint. The Lord has made you holy by his sacrifice. Being a believer makes you holy, not your performance. Being a believer, receiving what the Lord has done for you, makes you right, righteous, sanctified. Hallelujah. He addressed this uh, letter, you know, in in, uh, the Romans and Corinthians and other places to the saints that are there. He's calling all of them saints. Well, surely there were some of them that hadn't acted nice every day. (laughs) But that don't stop you from being a saint. It's because you didn't act like one yesterday. How about let's act like what we are? How about that? (laughs) That'd be a good message right there. (laughs) Saints, and to them that fear or reverence your name, small and great. Go to Revelation 22, verse 12. Revelation 22, 12. 
one of the last things that the Lord has said to us in the written word here in the end of the Bible, the end of the New Testament. He said, behold, what does what behold mean? Look, watch, watch out for, pay attention to, look, I'm coming quickly. How many believe he's coming quickly? Now the scripture said in Peter that in the last days there'd be scoffers and mockers and say, he's coming. He hasn't come. Look at all these centuries that have come and gone. And he hasn't come. And he said, well, don't forget this. With the Lord, a thousand years is like a day. And a day like a thousand years. No, with the Lord, the the passage of this 2,000 years since some of this was written has been less than two days. If you said, this is going to happen soon, and it happened in three days, would you be correct? Would you be accurate? Yeah. So, I mean, even if he waits another day, that's another thousand years, and that's too long for me and you. But we can live our life and get out of here, right? But, and, and, you know, look to our reward, but what we're doing right now affects that reward continue reading. He said, I'm coming quickly. My reward is with me. I'm bringing my reward to give to every man according to what? According as his work shall be. Is this New Testament? Is this works? (laughs) Now folks don't like that word. Is this works? Well, it's things you do. It's not justified by works. It's reward by works. Oh, come on. Can you see this or not? The Lord gave me that phrase some months ago when I was out of the country. He said, our righteousness is not based on what we do. Our reward is. Our reward is based on what we do. Our righteousness is not. Now go with me in the scriptures. Thank you, Lord. Over to Revelation 5. Just back up a little bit because there's a lot of this in the book of Revelation. Revelation 5 and 9. And and Revelation, Revelation, that word is the word, the root word is reveal. And uh, it's like you pull back a curtain on something and then you can see it. Well, the Spirit of God to and through John pull back the curtains and let him and us see through the end of God's, how God's going to deal with earth and the end of the inhabitants and the judgment and what comes after that. This is amazing. This is looking into the future, both the near future and the far, far distant future. God doesn't just have a hundred year plan. (laughs) He has a forever plan. And that's something our heads have a challenge wrapping around. Because everything we know of has a start and a middle and a finish. But our Father has existed from eternity past. What does that mean? We don't know. He said he's the one who was and is and is to come. He is all of that at the same time. 
My, my, my. Time is not the static thing we have thought. Even, you know, people like Einstein and others got revelation that time, you know, the clo- you know, the faster you got and the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time becomes. Uh, there's, there's mysteries there that we don't fully grasp. But God was and is and is to come. <laughs> At the same time. Oh somebody say glory to God. He's somebody you need to know. Is that right? Somebody you need to know. They sung a new song. They said you are worthy. To take the book. And to open the seals thereof. This is talking about our Lord Jesus. For you were slain. And you have redeemed us. To God by your blood. Somebody say he's redeemed me. By his blood. blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Now you've heard me talk about this before, but I want to interject it here again. I have come to see some things differently in recent years concerning race. I don't even care for the word anymore. Race. I don't use the terms black, white, brown, red, or yellow anymore. Y'all got quiet. Why? Because the Lord revealed to me they don't describe color. They're not color, they're categories. And having dark skin or light skin doesn't make you a different kind of human being. Having curly hair or straight hair doesn't make you a different kind of human being. Having blue eyes or brown eyes doesn't make you, are y'all with me or not? Mm -mm. I'm not white. Um, I don't know. (laughs) And if you're dark skinned, you're not black. That piano's black. You're mocha. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Black and white doesn't describe color. It describes a category. How light can you be till you're no longer black? How dark can you be till you're no longer white? It's categories men invented to separate people. And the Bible doesn't even talk about race. It talks about your kinfolks, your language, your people. So much of what makes us different has got nothing to do with pigmentation. It's where you grew up. It's culture. It's learned. And if it had to do with skin tone or eye tone, it'd be the same all over the world, no matter what that is. It's not the same all over the world. I've traveled a little bit. It's not the same. White is not the same all over the world. Black is not the same all over the world. I don't use the terms anymore. (laughs) Did I lose somebody? Well, you can do what you want to with that. Verse 10. And you've made us Unto our God, what? Kings. And have you been redeemed? Out of every kindred, every tongue, every background, every language. Have you been, somebody say, I've been redeemed. Oh, that's some of the best news you ever heard in your life. I've been redeemed. Redeemed from what? I've been saved from hell and destruction and loss and being alienated from God. I was lost, but somebody bought me. Bought me 
and saved me and rescued me. Now I belong to him. Spirit, soul, and body. And he bought me to make me his son and a priest and a king forever. Oh, forever. Somebody say forever. 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 So we best get used to looking at each other. (laughs) Whatever issues we got, we better work them out because (laughs) it's only going to aggravate us for no reason. (laughs) Because we're going to see a lot of each other through the ages to come. You have made us to our God kings and priests. What else is going to happen? And we shall reign... Now see, we just got through reading in chapter 11 that the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and He will reign. Right. Somebody said, well, He will reign over them. He will, but it's a big job. He needs help. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And He is the King yeah. of kings. Yeah. He is the Lord of lords. of lords. Who are the kings He's King of? Yeah. Us. Me. Who are the lords he's lord of? We shall reign on the earth. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth wherein is no curse and righteousness reigns and God really will be in control. Hallelujah. And when he's in control, you'll know the difference between now and then. <laughs> God's in control in heaven right now. You know how much crime they got up there? (laughs) None. You know how much disease they got up there? None. You know how much poverty they got up there? None. Because he's in control. When he's in control down here, you'll see the same thing because he even taught us to pray. Thy will be done on earth as it is. In heaven. God doesn't have two separate wills. He's got billions of rebellious people on this planet defying him. Billions of them. And that's why you see the enemy able to do all the killing and stealing and destroying that is going on. But thank God, God's going to fix it all. Oh, somebody say, fix it all. He's. He's going to fix it all. And even through that transition, there's going to be some things that are kind of rough. And not kind of rough. But the Lord, even at that, he's going to wipe away all of our tears. And we're going into eternity totally free. Hallelujah. But you will not be just sitting on a cloud in a white robe playing your harp. Now, if you want to do that some, I guess you can. But who wants to do that for 100,000 years? I mean, I like a good song as much as the next guy, but I don't think I want to just sit and strum my my harp. No, he's got a plan for you. And you and I are actually in training for it right now. Everything we learn about faith and about honor and about the gifts of the Spirit, about God's character and will and ways, every bit of that 
we take with us out of this life into the next life. And we will continue to develop. Now how many would say I'm a different person than I was when I first got saved 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago. I think different. I've developed. I've matured. Improvement. Big improvement. What if you continued to improve for another thousand years like that? (laughs) You'd be hardly recognizable. Is that right? And you got out of here where there's all the restrictions and darkness and then you really just skyrocketed in development for the next 500,000 years. The Bible said you and I will shine like stars. We are the sons of God and it doesn't appear right now who we are and what we are but it will be seen and in days to come angelic beings other beings will see us and know that we are the sons of the living God hallelujah and our destiny is to rule and reign with him in his eternal kingdom eternal kingdom and if you think you don't care about that it's just because you're really ignorant (laughs) Of the scriptures and the reality of the future. This is the short thing we're doing right now. The long thing comes next. And where you're living and what you're doing and what you're having a part of in millennia after millennia should matter to you. Right? And the Lord has not decided it all for us. He's left some things in our hands. Our reward will not just be according to his predetermined plan only. It'll be according to our works. Am I quoting scripture or not? A lot of folks don't like the sound of that. But that just means stir up. Is that right? Get to it. Make the rest of your days count. Can you say amen? The, uh, he said, verse 10, you've made us to our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Hallelujah. Go to Revelation uh, 20. You may want to go read Revelation this afternoon. Or, uh, maybe you want to take a nap this afternoon, but tonight or, or Monday or whenever, and find out some more about your future. Find out some more about where you're going to be, what you're going to be doing. It's real. Somebody say, it's real. It's real and it's right here. God time, it's, just, it's right here. In Revelation 20, verse 1, he said, I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Uh-oh, devil. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> he just left. He didn't want to hear about that. And this angel laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. And they fought and fought and fought because the devil is so big and be- there wasn't a fight. <laughs> 
The devil ain't all he cracks himself up to be. (laughs) That big angel with that big chain came down and grabbed him. And there wasn't even a struggle. I shouldn't say grab. Will. He saw it, but it's out in front. And bound him a thousand years, and there's nothing the devil could do about it to stop it. The greater one is not in this world causing havoc. The greater one lives inside of you. He cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. And there wasn't anything he could do about it. Let's tell him again. There's nothing you'll be able to do about it. Nothing. So the next time the devil tries to mess with you about things you're dealing with in this life. And one of his favorite phrases is, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? They gave you a bad report about your body. What are you going to do? Uh, You need money. Where's it going to come from? What are you going to do? Don't let him play you. You just turn it around and say, I just read in the book where this big angel is coming down with a chain. What are you going to do? I I read the time is short. Short. Tick tock. Tick tock. What are you you going to do? What are you going to do? He'll leave. He knows it's true, but he don't want to hear it. Keep going. And I saw thrones. Everybody say thrones. Uh, A throne? Uh Uh-uh. Thrones. I saw thrones. And they sat upon them. And judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God. Which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Hallelujah. Somebody say glory to God. But the rest of the dead lived not again till the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. There's the resurrection of the just, the justified ones. And then later, the resurrection of those who are not. Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. I'm going in the first load. (laughs) How about you? I'm going in the first load. Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such, the second death has no power. He's got to be talking about believers. Right? The second death has no power. But they shall be priests of God. And of Christ. And shall what? Reign. Reign with him a thousand years. Somebody say reign with him. Reign with him a thousand years. See I told you. What, what about your 75, 80, 100, 110 year life down here. What will that look like then? A blip. Is that right? Century after century. What will you be doing? You will be about the master's business. You will be 
overseeing the things in his kingdom on his behalf. You will be occupied. You'll be busy. But you will never get tired. No, you didn't hear that, did you? Huh? You'll go all day, every day, and you won't get tired. Travel won't be a problem. No health problems. Never have to think about forgetting to put gas in your car. I mean, it'll be a joy. It'll be an honor. And people will see you coming or beings will see you coming. I don't know all the details. And they'll go, there's one of those, one of the sons of God. Hallelujah. And you'll be, you'll be shown respect because of who you are and who you represent. People will know you don't just come speaking on your own behalf. You're sent by him. You're taking care of things he told you to take care of. Hallelujah. And you'll just get better and better at it. You'll have plenty of time to develop. <laughs> and you'll be learning things every day. Right? And you'll be able to spend time in the presence of the Almighty at the throne. And that will change you. Being in that kind of level of glory will change you from glory to glory. It will expand your consciousness from level to level. And then you'll go out and do what he directs you to do. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Revelation 3, I want you to, I want you to read this and then this is going to cause another scripture to be quickened to you. Oh, hallelujah. Revelation 3.20, the master said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He doesn't force his way into your life. He doesn't force you to receive him or believe or obey him. If, everybody say if. If if any man hear my voice and open the door, I'll come into him. Where's the handle? Must be on the inside. You have to open it. And invite the Lord into your life. Elsewise he won't be. Directing and controlling things in your life. Unless we yield to him. I'll come into him. If he'll hear my voice and open the door. I'll sup with him. And he with me. To him that overcomes. Will I grant. To sit with me. In my throne. Even as I. Also overcame. And am set down with my father in his throne. You remember the scripture in Ephesians. We've been raised up together. And seated together with Christ in heavenly places. This is not just figuratively speaking. This is a heavenly reality. That we will come into the fullness of. Past this life. It's already true now. We will experience the fullness of it as our existence progresses. A place with him. What does that mean? To him that overcomes. Are you an overcomer? You're not a quitter. You're not quitting the Lord. You're not leaving the Lord. Are you going all the way? And whatever gets in your way, you will come over it. Come on, somebody say, I'm an overcomer. overcomer. 
I'm an overcomer. I'm going all the way with the Lord. To him that overcomes, I will grant to sit with me. I've sat with some dignitaries before. I've sat with some spiritual people that I highly respect and love. And that was a blessing. But sitting with Jesus. Oh, you you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. Jesus says, come here. Come here, sit down. Sit down right here. You're, You're touching Jesus' elbow. You're about six inches from his face. He looks at you and says, are you okay? You doing good? You like it? You like it here? You go, Lord, do I like it here? Sit with me, Jesus said. Sit with me. You'll sit with me. You'll sit, not, not on a lawn chair, out in the backyard. You'll sit with me in my throne. The throne is the place of power. It is the place of authority. It is the place of ruling and reigning. Go with me. Hallelujah. To the gospel accounts now. Let's look at another. Some insight into this. In uh, Matthew 19. I was optimistic to think. I would get through five pages of notes today. (laughs) But can you come back? Can you? <laughs> this is, is this big? This is big. The, uh, there are over a hundred references in the New Testament to the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, scores and scores of references. Jesus talked a lot about it. And what, I, what I'm seeing clearer than I've seen before, the gospel, Jesus said, is the gospel of the kingdom. We haven't fully preached that in our circles and generation. What do you mean? Well, the, the, the gospel is the good news about Jesus going to the cross and saving us. Yes, but that's not all of it. What's the gospel of the kingdom? The kingdom is the king's dominion. The reign of the king. And the gospel, Jesus said, is the good news about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven. We need to talk more about this. We need to think more. This needs to be in our thinking. And in Colossians, he said, uh, if you're risen with Christ... Set your affection on things above, not on the earth, the kingdom of heaven. Your perspective will change. And not to say this is not important, a lot of stuff down here is unimportant. But there are things that are important and they pertain to the kingdom. Is that right? Anything you do that affects, helps, advances the kingdom, you'll receive eternal reward. And your place will be affected by it. Your place to come will be affected by it. Anything you do that has nothing to do with the kingdom will not be remembered. Are y'all with me? Nobody will know or care in a century, much less a millennium. So 
That's why Jesus said, seek ye first. What? Matthew 6.33, seek ye first. What? The kingdom. What is the kingdom? It's the king's reign. It is his dominion. Now, in Matthew 19, notice this, verse 28, Jesus said to the twelve that followed him, he said, verily I say to you, that you which have followed me. Well, why was this written? If it only applied to them, there was no need to write it, so we would read it later. Are we following him? You which have followed me in the regeneration. Now that's when bodies are changed and mortal becomes immortal and corruptible becomes incorruptible. In the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory. Is it going to happen? How many believe? Is he coming back? Is there going to be the voice, uh, the shout of the angel and the trumpet of God? Is it going to happen? Are the dead in Christ going to rise? Uh, Is the Lord going to come with those with him in the clouds? And we're going to meet together. And so shall we ever be, ever, ever be with the Lord and with each other. Never be separated again. You got a lot of kin folks that's coming back with him. They're with him right now. And when he comes, they're coming with him. And if you've gone on, you'll be with them. If you're still down here, you'll see it happen. And then you'll be changed. And whoop, up you'll go to meet them in the air. (laughs) This is awesome. I assure you this, you'll not be disappointed. (laughs) It'll not happen. You'll go, oh, that was neat. That was, uh, 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 your jaw will be on the floor. Your eyes will be this big. You'll just be beyond words. The glory and power of God will exceed anything you ever imagined or dreamed. Do you believe this? This is our God. This is our creator. He said, in the generation when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, you, the twelve, you'll sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. They're going to be rewarded according to their works. They were with him in his earthly ministry. They left their businesses. They left home. They traveled with him. They experienced persecution both during and after the time they were with him. Uh, Different ones of them were martyred. And they identified with him and they lived their lives to advance the kingdom of God. They preached the gospel. They started churches. Come on, can you see this? When you look into the book of Acts and, and beyond that, Peter and John and all these guys They live their life. But now for many centuries, they've been gone from the planet. But they're still around. And the Lord said, you're going to be with me and you're going to be on the throne too. Because you followed me. Well, there are more beings than the 12 tribes of Israel. There's a lot of other human beings Hmm? 
there's going to need to be more leadership and more thrones. Did I lose somebody? Huh? Luke said it like this. He said, verse 22, 29, I appoint to you a kingdom as my father has appointed me that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, we won't be judging the 12 tribes of Israel. That place is occupied. Right? But there's a lot of other people that need to be led and helped and overseen in the kingdom of God. Billions and billions. And there will be additional thrones. There will be additional places of rulership. Can you say glory to God? And it is written, you... And I, all the saints, have been made unto our God kings and priests. And we will what? We will rule, we will reign with him. Somebody say, with him. him. Come on, say it out loud. He's made me me a king. king. He's made me me a priest. priest. Now, you know, you can start acting like it now. And you can't rule over everybody around you. You can reign over spiritual influences in your life right now by the name of Jesus. You can act like a priest. Is that right? You can separate yourself from the evil and defilement of this earth. You can walk uprightly and holily. You can pray and intercede for others. Is that right? In prayer, you, you can act like a priest. You can act like a king. You can get ready. I said you can. You don't want it to be just a total shock to your system. When you get out of here. And and start ruling and reigning. You can get acclimated now. Begin to exercise. Begin to develop. Can you say amen? Oh somebody say thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Oh praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I think I'm done. If I start into this other, I'm going to need another hour. And uh, (laughs) somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. God. Go to uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and we'll, uh, we'll see about closing. I sure hope you can come back next uh, Sunday and the one after that. You're going to 1 Corinthians 6. I'm going to read uh, Daniel 2 to you. See, that way I get two in at once. And, uh, <laughs> you just hold your place, 1 Corinthians 6. Daniel 2.44. Daniel, in a similar fashion to John, the Lord allowed Daniel to see into the future and showed him about coming kingdoms all the way from where he was in Babylonia all the way to the end where the kingdom of God And uh, he saw this, Daniel 2.44, In the days of those kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom, which shall never be destroyed. Daniel 7.18 says, But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom, and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. (laughs) Who's going to do that? Who? The saints. The saints refer to the justified ones, the ones made holy by the blood of the Lamb. 
Verse 22, until the ancient of days came. You know who that is? That's your father. The ancient of days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given, that's verse 27, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey Him. He and us under Him are going to put a stop to all this junk. And all this hatred, and all this strife, and all this stealing, and killing, and destroying. The glory of the Lord is going to fill the whole earth like the waters cover the sea. Oh, hallelujah. There'll be no more death, no more dying, no more pain, no more crying. The former things will have all passed away. There will be new heavens and new earth wherein is no curse. No curse but all blessing. Somebody say all blessing. All all blessing. Somebody say glory to God. 1 Corinthians 6. The Spirit of God through Paul addressing the church at Corinth was correcting them about some things. They were suing each other. Christians should not sue each other. Well, so what if they did me wrong? You're supposed to go to the church and do what your pastors tell you to do about it. <laughs> did you hear how big that went over? <laughs> Read these chapters and see. You're supposed to go, well, I don't have a church. Right. <laughs> not submitted to God. Which is another message. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 2. He said, do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? Who? What do you do when you rule and reign? You make decisions. You pass judgments. You give directives. And you're doing it under him. Under his leadership. The saints shall judge the world. And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Verse 3, know you not that we shall judge angels? Really? You hear people sometimes say, you know, somebody died. Maybe they died young or a child died. And I've heard preachers say, you know, well, God just wanted another angel in the choir. We're not angels. To become an angel would be a demotion for us. We will judge angels. How much more should you be able to judge, you could say, things that pertain to this life? Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's allow the truth and power of these words that we've read and heard today to come into our spirit and enlarge our hearts and enlarge our vision and thinking and 
begin to change and shape. The Bible says uh, in, in John, if you've got this hope, this expectation of the future, he that has that purifies himself. You don't get taken up in all the stuff of this life and world. You don't live like you're going to live down here forever because you know in just a few short days you're out of here. And you have an awareness that what I'm doing now affects my place and affects my future. And I want to obey the Lord. First of all, because I love him and want to please him. I want to obey the Lord fully because I care about the people that we're trying to help. But also in the list, I want to reap a full reward. Is that right? I want to have the place and the full place and the full reward that the Lord has in mind for me and intends for me. I don't want to come short of it. The Bible talks about you can come short of your, you can lose reward. I don't want to lose my reward. I don't want to come short of it. I want the whole thing. Anybody, anybody besides me? I want the whole thing. I want the whole place, the whole position, the whole reward. And that's not up to God. That's up to me. Can you stand on your feet and let's, let's pray about it. Let's release faith about it. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Somebody say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. 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 Close your eyes. Focus on him. Mean business in your heart. Said out loud, Father God, I believe in you. I believe in your son Jesus. I believe he went to the cross and died for my sins in my place, paid the price for me, and redeemed me to you, and has made me unto you a king. And a priest. I believe. You've raised him from the dead. He's alive. King of kings. Lord of lords. Soon to come again. And we will be with him. And we'll rule and reign with him. In his kingdom. That shall never end. That shall endure. And last. Forever. And ever. And ever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Pray it out loud. Father God, forgive me for wasting days and wasting time and wrong priorities and wrong pursuits. Wrong priorities. Wrong priorities. Reveal to me the best use, the highest purposes of my remaining time, my remaining days. Work in me to will and to do, to desire and to accomplish all your goodwill 
Fill me with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Make me perfect and complete in every good work to do what is pleasing in your eyes. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Now lift up your hands and thank him for hearing that prayer. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. Thank you. Go ahead and thank him. Now lift your voice. If you believe he heard you, thank him for helping you to do that and causing that to come to pass in your life. Father, we thank you. We thank you, 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 we thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Everybody say it out loud. I will run my race. I will finish my course for the Lord. Hallelujah. There are some words that are some of the greatest, most wonderful words you will ever hear in all your existence. They are well done. (laughs) Does anybody in here want to hear these words? Well done. Good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm so glad he didn't say over everything. (laughs) A few. If you'll just be faithful over a few things, you'll get a big reward. A big reward. You've been faithful over a few things. I am now going to make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Jesus said it gives the Father good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Did you know you're somebody? Did you know you're a king and a priest? You're in the early stages of development, but you are. You are. Hallelujah. Praise God. King Keith has a nice ring to it. Doesn't it? Huh? King Kim. You like that, Kim? King Kim. King Dave. (laughs) Oh, somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. Let's worship him again. Lift your hands. Lord, we worship you. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you thanks. We magnify your name. We bless your holy name. We praise your holy name. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.